Welcome to this week's episode of Latchkey Movies, the podcast where we take a critical look at the movies your kids are watching without your supervision. Today, we're going to talk about the 1995 movie, Casper. My name is Sarah. I'm the mom of a seven-year-old boy. And I am Briar Harvey. I am the mom of an adult and a 10-year-old boy and a four-year-old boy who, man, this movie... You know what, I have to tell you, I said my son was going to be seven last time, and then I just said it this time too, but I just looked at the calendar, and he's not going to be seven yet, so my son is only six. You know, it's hard because we film, we're, we record far out, so like I'm always kind of trying to like mentally think of that when it comes around the time uh, that I his know. birthday is. So, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, it's okay. We can we can talk about how my adult turned 20 over oh this goodness. past week. Oh, no. <laughs> Speaking of time periods, this movie is... It's in a wild time. This movie, I can't think of something that feels more in tuned with who I was at the time that the movie came out than this movie. I was 13 years old, and this movie probably captures me as a 13 year old and my feelings and like the world and who I was and what I was doing and then brings back all those memories more than any other movie ever like it is spot on and I didn't realize it until we were watching it and I'm like oh my god like this is I'm 13 again (laughs) which for you I I mean I so I 95 I was 15 Mm -hmm. and while I still quite identify with the time period Mm -hmm. less so with the junior high of it all no this was so on point for where i was in life i can't even like i can't even think of like another thing that Uh like hits that any closer than this movie did so it's it, it, it is actually spot on for you at this time. Mm-hmm. I, I am quite sure it hit in all the ways. Yeah. So this movie is one of the first ones that my husband and my son have sat down and watched with me from start to finish. It doesn't wow. happen very often. Um, so while we were watching it, my husband's like, oh, I wonder what Christina Ricci's up to. Because he, like he's always been in love with Christina Ricci like as long as I've known him and he said like this was he is pretty sure that this movie is like when he fell in love with her as another 13 year old like this is when it happened so he wanted to know what she was doing because he hasn't really thought about her in a while but like he's always been fond of her so he looks her up and I don't even remember what she's doing now but he goes to me oh before this she was in a movie called Now and Then have you ever seen that movie I was like sir sir (laughs) excuse you but like of course i've seen that movie come on he's like yeah they say on the internet that it's like a female version of stand by me and i'm like okay yeah i totally see that but i had to explain to him that it was because of that movie that i once went to a library to try to read microfiche about a past event in it too oh yeah just they're both in it 
Yeah. So anyways, I just thought that was really hilarious. Just like to while we both were very like impacted by Casper, the fact that he has never seen now and then is like, what? <laughs> I guess that's where you differ. I, I guess that's where <laughs> like you a were a boy, boy versus in 1993 <laughs> versus. Wow. Yeah. So, that's yeah, hysterical. That's, it, that's that's what I have to share. Um, also, again, speaking of like who I was at this point in time, oh, so I had to dig into this because like I've always just assumed it was the case that the hallway scene or the hallway set where they have the dance was uh-huh. the same set that they used for the Backstreet Boys video, Backstreet's Back, right? They look similar. Right. They have like they're the same shape, they have the swirl on the ground. Well, that video wasn't filmed until 1997. So, okay. like, that's a little weird, right? Like, why would the studio keep this set up for so long? Nobody will confirm or deny that it is the same set. So I went back, and I had to watch the video, and I watched the movie. Now, mind you, in 1997, I was a huge Backstreet Boys fan, and so, like, <laughs> unfortunately so. Um, there, This video coming out was, like, a big deal. And actually, I think one of my first, like... Things that I produced for the internet was like a complete like breakdown of the ridiculousness of this video. So like I literally went like like <laughs> shot by shot through this video in 1997. Needless to say, I am very familiar with this video. So what um, you're saying is the deep dive <laughs> habit starts early, <laughs> and 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 yeah. we've always been like this. Yeah. Yep. So I went back and, you know, it's still, I still can't tell you for certain whether it's the same location, but I'm leaning towards not mostly because I can't accept that a studio would have let the set sit for two years. It's not a set they were using for anything else. Like it's not, I can't, the set doesn't appear anywhere else. I don't see how that could possibly be the same set. I think though that the Backstreet Boys video may be heavily influenced by this set. And so that's how they ended up with, like, the swirl on the um, ground and whatever. And so if you're, like, if as somebody who's making a set like this, you want to put that swirl on the ground, of course then the set is going to be roundish, right? And so that's, like, a thing that's going to go across both. But I have reasons why I don't think it's the same set. And I'm going to tell them to you. Oh, God. The deep dive is deep, y'all. <laughs> First of all, the swirls don't match. They're completely different colors, and they're not the same shape. Like, they don't have the same, like, center. They're okay. not the same, okay? The Casper Hall actually has, like, a third level with, like, windows, like, overlooking the hall. So you've got, like, the ground level, the level that the staircase takes you to, and then there's another level with, like, windows looking over the hall and you can see it in the end scene when they're singing casper the friendly ghost the backstreet boys video does not have that part of the set (laughs) so not the same set i don't know but i do i really do think it may have been influenced because like you know how at the end of casper when casper turns back into a ghost all the kids go ah and they do like that heavy Uh close-up on them with like the fisheye lens and they're all like ah that's exactly how the backstreet boys video ends (laughs) So I think that somebody 
wanted to like pay homage to the Casper set or movie, but they don't want to admit that. I don't think it's the same set. I, there you go. <laughs> I appreciate the deep dive. And also don't understand. Not not let me be clear, not your need for the deep dive. That I totally understand. <laughs> I don't understand paying homage to this know. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to tell you. They're both set in, like, creepy houses, I guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But it's, like, too on the nose with that ending. And the ending might not be in every version of the video. It's in the extended, like, six-minute version that has, like, the intro where their bus breaks down and they end up at the house and whatever. Oh, Jesus. Like... (laughs) I vaguely remember when music videos were music videos. That's what I was going to say. Remember music videos when they had, like, stories and there were extended versions of them with, like, additional information about the, like, background of what's happening in the video? Yeah, in those days, MTV still mostly played music. Yeah, I can think... There's another one I can think of that I... I kind of remember having, like, a pretty, like, intensive intro that set up the story of the music video, and it was uh, Hero by Enrique Iglesias. Oh, <laughs> They man. had, like, a whole, like, thing before it. <laughs> like, I mean, I can remember being a small child and gathering around the TV with the cousins to watch the premiere yeah. of Thriller. Like, Oh, yeah. Th- yeah. Once upon a time, music yeah. videos were a thing that a thing. we didn't care about, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, I can remember uh, being at like a family party and the adults talking about the Genesis video for um, the one with all the puppets in it. What is the Oh, song? right. Yeah. Um, it's not Sledgehammer. No, it's not <laughs> Sledgehammer. Google. That one was animated. No, it was puppets. Oh, Sledgehammer was animated. Sledgehammer was animated, is what I'm saying. With big, giant hammers. It's Land of Confusion with the puppets. So, like, they used to be such a cultural touch point, Uh music videos. And now, I don't know. I think there was, like, an Iggy Azalea video that was, like, clueless. But I only briefly know a little bit of it. And I think uh, Olivia Rodrigo's video for um, Good For You is like uh is meant to look like the movie jennifer's body but like that's literally all i know about music videos in the last four years i mean lemonade was a thing and i suppose wap was certainly largely produced right sure yeah but we're still not i i I don't know i don't know it's It's like we're totally off like Way off. off on a tangent, but I can bring it back around because this song, "Remember Me This Way," is that how is that like the name of the song? I or am I getting it name. confused with Coco? If you want to look it up, <laughs> go right ahead. But this song was played at literally every middle school and high school dance I ever went to. <laughs> ever went to. Yep. Ever. <laughs> okay. So. Let's talk about how shitty this movie is, because we've not really gotten to to the movie yet. Okay. Well, can we talk about cast? Yeah, let's do cast. Because I think there's, there's something I want to bring up about cast. Okay. Well, there's a couple of things I want to bring up about the cast. 
first we'll talk about how Kathy Moriarty is in like every 90s movie ever and then she just kind of disappeared after that. So like I have this I have this like she's familiar to me but like I can't recall her from anything else. No, but if you look at her like her filmography that's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> You'll recognize the movies, even if... Her voice is so um, iconic, I guess. As as someone with the deep, smoky voice, I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Because, yeah, she was in Analyze That. And she was in... She won uh, or was nominated for an Oscar for Raging Bull. Okay. Yeah, that's what comes up for her IMDb. Like, that's her uh-huh. highlighted. She was in Kindergarten Cop. Who is she in Kindergarten Cop? Is she, like, the teacher? Because if she's not the teacher, I don't know who she is. No, her name is was Jillian. I don't know. I think she was the friend. I don't know. Oh, well, she's in two episodes of the new series, American Crime Story. Oh, well. So but, well, you know what? Never mind. Take that back. It's It may not be the current series season of it. It may have been a previous one. Yeah, she was in the 2018 version of it. I don't remember what that was. Was that O.J. Simpson or... I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, moving on. Oh, Versace. It was the Versace. Oh, yeah, I didn't watch that one. I didn't watch that one either. Because I... I I, I may have mentioned before, y'all, I don't give a fuck about fashion. So (laughs) the Versace one just didn't really interest me that much. So, yeah, I'm scrolling through here, and I don't really remember her, like vividly from any of this stuff no because all of this shit was forgettable yeah it's just it was she was in a lot of it a lot of it at that time she did do a lot of law and order i'm seeing here like a lot a lot of law and order she must be new york based then yeah she must Mm -hmm. be um so (laughs) i always get bill pullman bill paxton and jeff daniels confused (laughs) I need to, like, actively, like, think about who they are whenever they're in a movie. <laughs> I mean, I can I can kind of see that. They don't... It's not that they look the same. No. They it's play the same they roles. They play the same roles. Yes, they play the same, same roles. guy. But they'll all do, like, comedy <clears throat> and, like, serious stuff. So, uh-huh. like... They, they basically, they're the same guy. But I always get them confused, and I always have to look them up. And like everybody else, when Bill Paxton died, you probably Googled to make sure, you know, who it was, right? That you had <laughs> the right Bill? Yeah. So, Bill Pullman, for me, stands out a little bit more from that mess because of Independence Day. That's what I was going to say, because he was the president in Independence Day. That... That movie came out in 96, mm-hmm. I believe, and was very significant for mm-hmm. me at the time because I was personally in, that was when my parents had sent me to the group home. And so there was a lot of personal irony sure. wrapped okay. up into that story for me. Okay. And so, yeah, that movie was actually very significant for me. And so Bill Pullman kind of... 
So but, now, but see, I agree. When I think about that movie, I can picture either Bill Paxton or Jeff Daniels also in that role. Like I could, they could all be slotted into that role, and I'd be I, like, I, but I, and I I'm mean, not I, but actually I can see sure. That. If you had asked me before this conversation right now which one of them was in it, I would be like, hmm, I don't know. Or if you had presented to me, like, Independence Day, the who was the president? Was it Bill Pullman, Bill Paxton, or Jeff Daniels? I'd be like, well, now that you said it, I don't know. Who is it? Well, and now that you've said this, I can't name off the top of my head a Bill Paxton movie. Bill Paxton is from Big Love. Yes, I know, but okay. Twister, Twister, Twister. Oh, that yeah, would, okay, yeah. That would again, be my standout Bill when Paxton movie. you say Twister, movie. I can also picture that as Jeff Daniels. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, like, I could put them any of them in there. But I Bill always, Paxton like, I don't... Bill Paxton died in 2017, yeah. yes. I mean, uh, Aliens, sure. Tombstone. Apollo 13. Oh, I guess that is Bill Paxton. (laughs) (laughs) See what I mean? So you're proving the point here. Well done, you. I love it. Um, Oh, man, Titanic, too. Oh, yeah, there you go. But couldn't you picture that as Jeff Daniels? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely. That's that's fantastic. Not that they look, because they don't. I mean, they're similar. They don't look alike, but they're just not, white guys. <laughs> they're just random white dudes, but they do play. They all play the same white dude. That's all. That's that's um, fantastic. As soon as Father Guido Sarducci came on the screen, I lost it because, like, who would have ever guessed that we would talk that about we would Father talking... Guido Sarducci twice in one year? Like, at, in in less than a couple of months, relatively for right. us. This is... He just showed up. <laughs> and luckily, we explained him at that point, right? At that, yeah, so we don't... What, what movie was that? That was uh, Oliver. It was Atlantis. Atlantis, He plays the you. explosives guy. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was just... I was cracking up. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. Father Guido Sarducci. <laughs> well, I, I have to say, I was really... I really enjoyed... All the cameos in this movie. Yeah. Do you well, remember when that that's was when a you thing? know it's a Steven Spielberg movie, right? Because like nobody else is gonna get uh, Ghostbusters, Mel Gibson. Um, who else was in it? Uh, Mel Gibson, Ghostbusters. Uh, so in that particular sequence, there I should have written them down, but it was. Uh, Clint Eastwood. Yeah, it was. It started with Clint Eastwood. It was okay. definitely Mel Gibson. Yes. And the Crypt Keeper. Yes. And then, but like, there were other people too. Rodney Dangerfield. Oh yes. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if at that time kids actually knew who most of those people are because my kid has no idea who any of those people no. are. No. He did recognize which what Ghostbuster was it. It was only one of them, right? It was, um, it was um, Dan, Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, he recognized him because we've watched all the Ghostbuster movies. But, see, but I think that That's I, I have this sense, it, it was for parents, but also I have this sense that I did, like, in vague ways recognize them. Yeah. Like, I mean, Rodney Dangerfield would have just, I 
Caddyshack wouldn't have been that long ago yeah. when that movie, when this movie came out. Like, Mel Gibson was Mel yeah. Gibson in 95. Mel Gibson hadn't become Mel Gibson. <laughs> right. <laughs> he was still Braveheart Mel yeah. Gibson. Yeah. Not yet Jesus Mel Gibson Not and yet the anti-Semite Mel Gibson. Or right. tits, Mel Gibson. <laughs> all right so then the absolute best thing i found out about the cast this is amazing all right so first of all this is the second movie that we're talking about and it's the second halloween movie that we're talking about where the voice actor and the face actor for a teen heartthrob are two different actors because it happens in hocus pocus too so it was a thing that they did at the time, mm-hmm. but I don't fully understand why. Okay, so this one, I'll go into that in a second, but I need okay. to tell you who the guy is that played Casper. Uh, I didn't write down his name. It didn't seem important, but the boy, the actor who plays the voice of Casper right. is the kid whose head gets stuck in the railing on Full House when DJ is babysitting. Do you remember that episode? I She's big, do and then everybody that comes over and they're like rubbing butter on his head. Yeah. So if you remember that episode, that's the kid. Um, my guess, because this kid was continued... that his only notable role besides being the voice of Casper. Well, he continued to be the voice of Casper, so I okay. think that may be part of the reason why they went this route. I don't know if he was already the voice of Casper before this, but Casper is one of those voices that like it's pretty much stayed similar. Like they've managed to find voice actors who can do a very similar voice, like Mickey Mouse, you know, or Kermit the Frog or whatever. So I think that might be part of the reason why they didn't have Devin Sawa do the voice of Casper. I don't think Devin could have handled that voice. So, but also um, I find it interesting because in this movie, Casper doesn't talk when he is Devin Sawa. That's correct. (laughs) And we couldn't figure out in Hocus Pocus if they were dubbing. That's right. I remember we had like (laughs) 10 minute conversation about whether or not that was dubbed. So So I completely skirted the issue with this movie. I think that was a smart idea. That that was the right (laughs) choice. That was the right choice. And as far as cast, that's all I have. We didn't talk about uh, Monty Python guy. Monty Python guy? Yeah, uh... Kerrigan's friend. Oh, okay. Um, it's not Eric Idle. It is too. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> it is too Eric Idle. <laughs> well, there you go. It's Eric Idle, obviously. Come obviously. It <laughs> totally is Eric Idle. <laughs> uh, now, I will say this one shocked me a little bit. Uh, Brad Garrett was Fatso. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I I had a sense of it, I suppose, but it's not a standard Brad Garrett voice. So. Oh, no. So I think it definitely was. Like, it seemed like Brad Garrett to me. Okay, maybe I was just not paying attention. You were blinded by the CGI. Perhaps I was blinded by the CGI. Okay. 
that's all I got. That that's cast wise. That's all I have. To. That's that's all we have. Okay. <laughs> so, um, where are the parents? Parents dead. are yeah. <laughs> Unfortunate. I'll, I'll I'll bring this one up later. But so we have an a Bill Pullman who apparently needs to be told that french fries are not a breakfast food and that we don't make a teenage girl wear a t-shirt under her bathing suit like yeah it's just that they don't wear seat belts and how how are those the things we're commenting on they don't wear seat belts they don't and wear not the lack of seatbelts. Yeah, my son was like, why aren't they wearing seatbelts? And I was like, but I don't know. Sometimes people didn't wear seatbelts back then. <laughs> he like, was very concerned, though. I, it's something that is, I I mean, we're, we're very always seatbelt conscious in oh, our yeah. house. I know yeah. you are, too. It's just a thing that we do. And... That one really does stick out to me in a way that just, it makes so, me physically uncomfortable yeah. to watch movies where we're riding around in cars without seatbelts. So I was thinking about it, well, after my son had asked me about it. So you know how a lot of times when you're watching movies, you'll see, and it's pretty obvious that they took the headrests out of a car. And they do right. that because, like, it's easier for them to get line of sight for right. um, filming. So a lot of the times they'll do similar things with, like, seatbelts and stuff. So I was looking to see if, like, the seatbelt thing was still in the door, and it's not. So this car only had lap belts. This was before the three-point harness was a thing in all cars. Because you remember that. Like, you, I you've do. driven a car with I do. only having I, I lap belts. I mean, when we were kids, there were no such things relatively as car seats. No. And we sat in the back of trucks and station wagons. We sat in the back of the pickup truck with the air blowing through our hair, hanging on to the dog, sitting in the (laughs) wheel well, hoping we weren't going to get bounced out. That was was pretty standard fare. But now, yeah, seatbelts. Seatbelts. It was a different time. It was like, <laughs> speaking of a different time, do you think a 12-year-old girl alive today would know anything about a fuse box? No. I barely know anything about a fuse box. That, that was, that was going to be my next point. <laughs> and I was a 12-year-old girl at that time. So like, I didn't like lose the knowledge of it. I've never no, known anything. No, I'm she, guess, I would guess it goes along with the whole like dad is incompetent and she has to be responsible. So that's why she knows about. Sure. Knows and and I believe that. But I believe even if that were the case today, she still wouldn't unless she Googled it beforehand. Would not be <laughs> digging around in a fuse box. <laughs> Um, I'm jumping, we're totally jumping around here, but at one point, oh, after Kerrigan goes to the house for the first time and they get traumatized or whatever, and she's in the hotel trying to get, um, room service, she 
orders a pint of rum raisin ice cream and it made me think about how growing up adults always ordered rum raisin ice cream in movies and tv shows and like i just assumed that that was something i would eat as an adult and i've literally never tried rum raisin ice cream (laughs) it kind of goes along with like you were set up to need to like stop drop and roll or like the dangers of quicksand (laughs) like my childhood prepared me for these things, but, like, didn't tell me they'd never actually be a problem. <laughs> right. Or that there wouldn't be rum raisin. Like, I'm curious if I could even go and buy a pint of rum raisin ice cream right now if I wanted to. I'm pulling up Instacart and I'm checking if I could order a pint of rum raisin ice cream. Okay, I'm, I'm here for this particular experiment <laughs> because... Have you ever had rum raisin ice no. cream? No. And no. my husband, my husband eats all the old people ice cream, like butter pecan and like oh, that's maple one of my walnut. favorites too. I I, yeah. I eat old people ice cream. I have not eaten rum raisin ice cream. Now I'm not a huge raisin fan. Yeah, but maybe this was like a Baskin Robbins Thirty One Scoops kind of flavor. Okay, so I'm looking at Instacart for my local um, grocery store chain. It's Wegmans, by the way, which is like a pretty significant, like they're not yeah, a rinky Yeah, it's good dink. size. Yeah, they have a Wegmans. lot of choice. They only carry one rum raisin ice cream, and it's their house brand. Only one. <laughs> well, at least you can get it. I suppose, but like they, they don't have like Haagen-Dazs rum raisin ice cream. So that tells me that it was probably something like a Baskin Robbins 31 flavors kind of deal. I, I, I can't help it. I kind of desire to go down the rum raisin rabbit hole right now. <laughs> if you're listening to this and you are a fan of rum raisin ice cream and you order it like on the regular, can you please let us know? Please like, call. Why? Like, it does look like Hagen Dazs makes a rum raisin ice cream. It does. It's both kosher and gluten free, according to Google. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah, gluten free, sure. <laughs> I was like, thinking it was, in my head, I was thinking dairy free. Uh, no, no, it's not dairy free <laughs> at all. I know, that's why I was like, what? For the record, I'm seeing that it is mostly made with golden raisins and not dark raisins, which automatically makes this appeal more to me as like okay. a dessert. Because I, I I like the golden raisins better than the dark raisins, but it looks like, I, I don't know, it looks like they're all dark raisins in here in the pictures. I found an article called it's time to show rum raisin ice cream the respect it deserves i found an article about the origins of rum raisin ice cream and it claims it was introduced in the u.s market in the 1980s by haagen dazs so i'm i see i see this okay so now i've got it this all makes perfect sense now we figured it out this is early marketing campaigns that hollywood used to do with so I, I've got, I, I know exactly what happened with this. All right. So Tell um, us. do you remember that episode of Mad Men where they're going to be doing Heineken beer and their yeah. whole thing is that they're going to make it seem foreign and like housewives are going to buy it to try to impress their husband's um, boss. And then Don brings a client or somebody <clears throat> home for dinner and Peggy or not Peggy, Betty. Betsy, Betty rather literally walks out with like Heineken beer unprovoked like it just happens right oh yeah it just happens so, 
Growing up, Haagen-Dazs was always fancy ice cream, right? Like, yes. Haagen-Dazs was fancy ice cream? Okay. So they definitely, like, market it as, like, a fancy, fancy pants ice cream. So then somebody like Kerrigan ordering it is totally on trend for them. Like, that's exactly what it was. It was rich people fancy ice cream, rum raisin. And very deliberately, a rich person fancy ice cream advertising campaign that haagen and Hollywood worked out back rooms in, <laughs> sure. uh, in the usual way. Here, we'll kick you some money <laughs> under the table. If Just you make pres- sure every high-maintenance person in a movie ever orders orders rum raisin and ice cream. <laughs> they don't have to say haagen because especially in those days with food, there was often a limited, like, patent right. window. They yeah. don't really exist anymore. But you could, I- I'm sure haagen owned the rum raisin ice cream market for at sure. least it's, a few years. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yep, they were the only ones in the game, the rum raisin game. <laughs> so if you ordered rum raisin, it was obviously haagen It was going to be haagen Listen, so now that we've, this is we've, what we're here we're just, for. We're just uh, cracking wide open everything you had questions about in this movie that isn't actually about the movie. <laughs> it's and, not and the, the reason same for set, that. And it's haagen ice cream, and it's rum raisin is fancy. <laughs> and, and the reason why we're spending so much time on this, relatively speaking, is because this movie is fucking shit man there's literally there, no plot no there's no plot the whole plot with the halloween party like you could literally take her going to school and interacting with other kids completely out of this movie oh and yeah you can still tell the same story you don't oh, need yeah. the halloween party you don't need the halloween party you don't, you don't need, need amber and nope. Vic. Mm-mm. you don't need any of it no and even if you throw that away and just focus on the Kerrigan mm-hmm. and the treasure, which is a baseball glove, because <laughs> that's that's the kind of treasure we're looking for. Right. And, you know, I, I have to for me, I have to frame this in my like early 90s. I guarantee you I wanted, like, Goonies-style treasure and was Mm -hmm. equally disappointed... That it was a baseball. That it was a baseball glove. Like, probably Kerrigan-level disappointed that it was a baseball (laughs) glove. Sure. But speaking of the Halloween party, one of the kids is dressed up as a nun smoking a cigar. And I'm sure that was totally fine because it was the 90s. Halloween party. He drove there without wearing his, he didn't wear his seatbelt on the way over. I like how they brought a DJ, right? That was, that was, that was helpful. Yeah. I like how, I mean, since we're talking about the plot holes, the one class voted on her house, (laughs) but the whole school (laughs) showed up. And like, didn't talk to her parents about it. No, nobody talked to her parents (laughs) Nobody made sure this was actually okay or a thing. Nothing now. Just, yeah. just, just early nineties convenient <laughs> plot devices yep. to get you from one point in the movie to another. Yep. 
We gotta talk about how vaguely creepy Casper is mm-hmm. now that we're all adults. And yeah. It's so jarring to me to go from, like, Casper his as the friendly ghost to Casper, who she dances with and obviously has a crush on and is going to kiss. And then, like, all the immediately back to Casper as the friendly ghost. Right. Like, there's nothing romantic between Casper and Kate. Cat. Cat. <laughs> Up until that dance, right? I mean, he might have feelings for her, maybe. Oh, no. He does have feelings for her. There's a girl on my oh, yeah. bed. There's yeah. a girl in my room. Like, I shared this meme on Facebook. Like, tone it down a notch, Casper. <laughs> you're, you're 12. And... Man, can I keep you? There's there's these little, like, they're kind of creepy as an so adult and watching more, them. I, so for me, I interpret both of those more as, like, a lonely 12-year-old than, like, a, te- a 12-year-old in romantic love. And I think that's fair as, like, there's just, I don't know. It's, it's, it's vaguely grooming to me. <laughs> but they're both 12. I, well. Well, 12 in no. the same way that Edward Cullen is a 17-year-old Exactly. <laughs> so, but, I know we've talked about Be There in Five before on this podcast, but if you have not listened to Kate Kennedy's This Is Me Twying, you really, really should, because that the those books and those movies definitely deserve a deeper look as an adult, man. <laughs> and it's the same because it is the same. He's he dies as a twelve year old boy. I guess he's always a twelve year old boy, except for the part where he's been alive, haunting people sure. for a hundred years. But. So, like, Edward Cullen was, like, out living a life, basically, right? Like, mm-hmm. he got to earn, like, a thousand degrees and whatever. Whereas, like, Casper's stuck at this house, right? Yes. There are there are differences. There are at least some arguments to be made for innocence here where none can be made no. for Edward Cullen. The creepy-ass stalker who breaks into bedrooms and just sits there and watches his... (laughs) Oh, man. But, I mean, Casper kind of does the same thing, But does the same thing. (laughs) So, so Casper is Edward Cullen. I think you're right. I mean, it's true. It's true. (laughs) Like I said, there's, there, there is some argument that can be made for innocence, but only some argument because the behavior pattern is the same. Mm-hmm. That's all. That's that's all I got. I can't I can't tell you what to think about it or or even how you should feel about it. I just pointing it out because mm-hmm. it's that's what I'm here for. Speaking of things that I'd like to point out, I am reasonably sure, as someone who experienced early childhood loss, that I would much rather get to see my dead mom for a few minutes than dance with a boy I didn't even have a crush on Mm -hmm. at the dance. That's all. Yeah, but also, like, 
So when Kat's mom arrives and gives Casper time as like a corporal being, um, would she give him like 15 minutes? Yeah, it's time to spin around the ballroom a couple of times. Ten, because you're twelve, Casper. Like, Well, you can't give this guy until twelve because it's already 9.45 when you're giving him this time. <laughs> That's not a very good reward. No. Fifteen minutes? Here, he gave go. up a lifetime of being a real boy for fifteen minutes. <laughs> that he doesn't even get to talk for. Nope. Mm-mm. He doesn't even get his kiss. No. Half a kiss. He gets half a kiss before he okay. decorporealizes. <laughs> he gets shafted. He, he really, he does. <laughs> Amy Brenneman, come on. Can't you give this kid a couple more hours? You know, and because it's the 90s... Who do you see Amy Brenneman as? I'm assuming you see her in, you know, a robe, right? Yes, mm-hmm. Judging Amy. Judging Amy. like Right? That was the name of it. She played a character named Amy and her name is Amy? Yes. I just realized that. Yes, <laughs> yes Judging absolutely. Amy. That's who she yes. is. That's, that's who she is. And so this was not really the best role transition for me. <laughs> <laughs> but again, Dad gets to see her. Casper gets to see her, but her daughter, Kat, does not ever get to see her as far as we are allowed to see. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I'm just... So so when you throw the non-essential plot lines, the lack of treasure, the weird dead mom stuff at the end, man, I'm pretty entirely dissatisfied with this movie. Thanks. How did this perform? Um, that's an excellent question. Let us take a look. Well, it did very well. Budget of 55 million, box office net of 288 million. Funnily and en- funnily enough, funny enough, this movie released in May. It did. I'm looking at that too. Like this was That's a weird. This was not a Halloween movie. No. Even though there's a Halloween party. Weird. Is there any... Why? Why would I you don't... do that? I. You'd have to ask Steven Spielberg, I guess. <laughs> And I guess if you want to blame someone for the script, you can also already blame J.J. Abrams, who, I guess, did an uncredited rewrite of this. Like, I'm happy to blame J.J. Abrams for this movie (laughs) sucking. That's cool. I'll blame him for a lot of shit sucking. So, opened Memorial Day weekend. Why not Labor Day? I don't. I don't know. <laughs> that makes no sense. Why would you release it that time of year? And it's got a shit review. Like, 51% oh, yeah. on Rotten 50% Tomatoes. On tomatoes, yeah. <laughs> but Roger Ebert gave it three out of four stars. Really? I guess because the tech 
was, at that time, still visually impressive. The CGI is really good. It is. It aged well. Like, mm-hmm. I, of all those, of so, we haven't really talked about how our kids responded to it other than the seatbelt, but mine, the four-year-old didn't care, but the other two really liked this movie. Mm-hmm. My son loved it. And... Because what carries it for the kids is the slapstick, right? He had no interest in the last 10 minutes of this movie. Oh, no, none whatsoever. But the slapstick carries the show, and the CGI has actually aged very well. It has. Something I find really entertaining is that the success of this movie (laughs) led to the director... um, getting the part the directorial role for um city of angels which is another movie about a dead person coming back and talking to like a real life person and falling in love (laughs) so i will say that i i i i would have to probably watch that one again to determine if it does hold up to my very fond memories of it i've never seen it oh really well, no. so City of Angels is Nick Cage and um, Meg Ryan. Yes. And it's quite good, actually. You want to know? You know? It's Nick Cage. But I, I do Goo have Goo a Goo spot song. song. Uh-huh. Also Goo Goo Dolls song. Oh, right. Absolutely. Goo Goo Dolls song. <laughs> so there you go. I have a soft spot for Nick Cage you have a soft spot for Johnny Resnick. No, I so, don't. Not Johnny Resnick. <laughs> just Goo Goo Dolls, then. Got it. Got yeah, it. I'll, yeah. I'll, I got it. I can. I mean, I can. I can see why. I, um, but watch it at some point in time. Bring clean Anyways, because you will I just, want them. I think that's really funny that he went from this movie. He to went that from movie. Casper to City of Angels because they're not. They're not. A, I, I mean, they are about a dead ish person but yeah what other movies should this guy have done he hasn't but what other movies should he have done? <laughs> uh, ghosts of girlfriends past is that actually about ghosts i have no isn't, idea isn't there one with like ricky gervais where he's dead um, he could have done the sixth sense <laughs> there was a, there was defending your life with uh, James Brooks. I don't know that one. <laughs> James Brooks, Meryl Streep. Was that before or after this, though? Oh, that was probably After before. the success of Casper, what other movie okay. should he have directed, is my question. Oh, City Albert Brooks. Angels. Albert Brooks. That's who that is, not. Um, the movie with uh, Ricky Gervais. I got nothing. Every Hallmark movie where somebody dies and then is like a guardian angel. <laughs> Did you see the TikTok? Like, I don't... St- you know I'm not on TikTok. Yeah. Did you see the TikTok of a woman talking about... How, in Maine? Like, talking oh, about Oh, like she's visiting Hall- Maine and she's like, oh, I haven't met a guy yet. I better go I out and go right. get a cup of coffee. And yeah, I've seen And that. does all... Yeah, that was... Yeah. <laughs> Kind of amazing, actually. <laughs> <laughs> the town that this is filmed in looked a lot like the town from Hocus Pocus, but that can we talk be... about this house on the hill, like Whipper Staff the... Manor? 
Right. They must have put at least some money into the house on the hill, even if it was just, was it a real house? Was it, I don't know. It was Whipstaff Manor, wasn't it? Yeah. It's kind of a character in and of itself, this house. Let's see. Let's see what we can find out about this house. Whipstaff Manor. It is a real mansion located on the seafront of eastern Canada. Well, how about that? Because it's pretty on the outside. It is. I think... I think of the whole movie, I like the house best, if I'm being real honest. I think the house is my favorite character. Secret passages aside, although I, I do I do go for a good secret passage. Like, Clue is maybe one of my top ten favorite movies of all time. Give me a good secret passage. I love, like, the Rube Goldbergness of the... Um the roller coaster get ready yes. for the day. Yes. We have we we see a lot of those in our particular segment of film and I know that's because it's a good I don't know. It's a trope. It's a good but it's a good trope for, for kids eccentric. movies. Yeah. Right. For 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 designating the like Wallace and Gromit, right? Like, we, we've come across this in a couple of places, I feel like. Mm-hmm. But, but I like it. I always like it. How, how, how do we do that rolling down the stairs and getting ready for the day? That, <laughs> it's always, it's always Can an adventure. Can that be like a thing? Can I do that? I, I, I kind of want one myself, really. Will it do my makeup for me? Because that's likely the only way the makeup's getting done. Just so we're clear on that. Alright. What else we got here? I have no conspiracy notes. There were definitely not enough songs for Sarah. Oh, so I have to take this back. This other source says it is not a real house. Seriously, everything about this set in this house, nobody knows. Nobody, nobody knows. knows. Nobody knows. So there's your conspiracy. Is this house real? Does it exist? Are we filming shit in it? Yeah. We're dying to know. <laughs> um, it, it must be located in, like, what? Like, Finland or whatever? What country it is that is it that people... <laughs> saying doesn't exist i think it's one of those like not real conspiracy theories that people like to joke about but like that finland doesn't exist is it finland that doesn't i don't know it's like it's it's a norwegian country okay scandinavian Scandinavian, not norwegian (laughs) yeah this feels like a, a reddit joke that you have to be in on but, yeah, it's just like one of those stupid things people are like, oh yeah, no, how could you possibly be from there when there doesn't exist? Finland, so how maybe? could you have possibly filmed at this house when it apparently doesn't, doesn't exist? exist? <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll, we'll have to know your meanness one for you. Okay. 
god. Me too. Okay. Yeah, I mean, just to go back to that Backstreet Boys thing, there's people online saying it's the same location, but nobody confirms it. There's no, like, source or anything to, like, say that it is. So I just don't think it is. I don't think it is. I don't think it is either, but I, I think it's wild that we're speculating about this. Proof that we'll speculate about <laughs> most things. Yeah. I got nothing else. I think it's a good movie. I'd watch it again. It was entertaining, even though it doesn't have a good plot. Um, Kerrigan says bitch a few times in it, which, you know. She does, which Totally it... flies over my kid, but, like, you know, still stops me because. It's like PG, this movie. Yeah. Which feels. We've spoken about how subjective that is before, but yeah, this one... I guess I will say I'm more comfortable with it now that my kid is like six and a half, seven, than I probably would have been when my kid was like four. Although he doesn't even, it doesn't even register. No, and like I said, the four-year-old had no fucking interest in this movie. He didn't. He wasn't interested in the popcorn. He came down for his handful of whoppers, took them, and left. <laughs> So that was that was the four's interest in this movie. My kid was insistent that he had seen it before. I know he hasn't. We don't own it. Like I don't know how he would have seen it before. And so we had I'm to rent to... it too. This was not yeah. like it's not streaming anywhere. available mm-hmm. anywhere. Um I am trying to figure out what movie he may have seen that he thinks was this movie. When when you get there, let me know. I'll let you know. Because my daughter was pretty insistent that she'd watched this multiple times. Now, she's 20, so maybe she probably has. But, yeah. I'm thinking maybe he got it confused with Hocus Pocus. Possibly. We did watch that last year. (laughs) About the same time. So, you know. Yep. Your Halloween, our September. It's fine. (laughs) Well, I mean, it was released on Memorial Day, so. So... There are Halloween costumes in it, but you can't wear this Halloween costume. <laughs> I mean, I guess you can be Casper. You can be Casper. Casper is still a Halloween costume, right? Yeah. Like, you can still go to Party City and buy Casper, probably. I bet, yeah. I bet. I'd bet money you can still be Casper. I would bet so. Uh-huh. So, you know, go ahead. Do oh, so how come Casper and his brothers <clears throat> don't have clothes when they're ghosts, but Kerrigan and Bill Pol- Bill Paxton do have Pullman. clothes? Pullman. Who's Pullman? Pullman. Bill Pullman and Kerrigan have clothes as ghosts. Do you think just as time passes and they forget more of their lives, they, they lose their So clothes? actually, I think that Probably a lot of our plot holes come from the fact that Casper is an older story and mm-hmm. a TV show was before this movie. And a and comic that, book. Before. And a comic book. And some of these holes surely have been filled because I'm inclined to agree with that assessment. Like, if you look at the triplets, they're kind of fuzzy mm-hmm. in, in, in the sense that they don't even have much in the way of face anymore. Mm-hmm. Casper definitely doesn't because they forget. Mm-hmm. So we get 
we we come back immediately with clothes on because we remember modesty, but that goes away over time too. <laughs> Although I will say, Pullman's character like sweater but no pants. We've already <laughs> mostly forgotten pants. <laughs> so is Donald Duck a ghost? <laughs> <laughs> There's your conspiracy theory. We've got it for you now. It's not about this house. It's about the fact that Donald Duck is actually a ghost. Hence, no pants. Mm Mm-hmm. All right. We need actual numbers. Um, I am going to give this movie a two and a half. I gave Spy Kids a two and a half, and I would say this is on the same level as Spy Kids. I can't. I can't watch this movie again, y'all. It was. I can rewatch this movie. I, I can watch it. My my tolerance for this movie would be exceptionally low. I think this would be the kind of movie that if we put it on again, I'd be yelling at my children. What the fuck do you see in this shit? <laughs> okay. Probably with that degree of language involved too i I gotta (laughs) give it like a one one and a half i i can't i can't well that's good because you gave spy kids a one and a half oh so so it's about the same level of no what are you watching don't do this (laughs) shit to me that sounds about right i I feel much the same about spy kids perfect don't 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 do this shit to me okay (laughs) and can find us to complain, comment, tell us about your rum raisin ice cream habit. <laughs> we would love to know about your rum raisin ice cream habit. That's at Latchkey Movies on Facebook and Instagram. You can email us latchkeymovies at gmail.com. Call us and tell us what rum raisin ice cream tastes like because we don't actually know. <laughs> That's 402-885-4875. And if you would like to contribute to buying us a pint of rum raisin ice cream, you can absolutely do that too. ko-fi.com slash prior. And I don't know, maybe next time we'll talk about rum raisin ice cream. I don't want to try rum raisin ice cream. I, there's no interest in trying <laughs> rum raisin. But, but, but Sarah... I thought that that was, like, the pinnacle of snooty adulthood. <laughs> Apparently. I can't and, and you have no interest? Nope. All right, fine. I'll eat it. <laughs> no, I probably won't either. Let's say I'm <laughs> trying to quit dairy. No ice cream. All right, fine. Buy us tacos. That's what we wanted anyways. Still yeah. want tacos. Yeah, buy us tacos. Okay. We'll talk to you later, all. Bye. Bye.